0: Hi, everybody. Robbie here. I'm pleased to announce my new horror novel, Splatterfest,
1: is available now for pre order. Here's a brief description. This year's Splatterfest will be a real killer. Horror film convention Splatterfest is a haven for the goriest, grimiest, and weirdest horror films in the world. This year, it's bigger than ever in a special location the Kalman compound, the site of a cult massacre. The spotlight is on the premiere of Midnight Star, a film about the cult and its gruesome end. Thousands are attending including horror fanatic Stephanie Watts. Steph is working the event using opportunity to meet her favorite stars. Guests include legendary directors, renowned scream queens and infamous movie monsters. It's not all fun and games, however, as Steph sees the ugly side of Hollywood filled with spite and backstabbing. Despite the hiccups, everything is running smoothly. But then, the celebrities start dying. Looking like accidents at first, Steph finds connections to the long-dead Midnight Star cult and suspects murder. Someone is targeting the stars, and it may be one of their own. As the death count rises, Steph must find the killer before it's too late. If she fails, Splatterfest will live up to its name.
0: Splatterfest releases November 22nd and is available on Amazon. There's a link in the description, or you can find a link on my website, robbiedarman.com. It's a great book for fans of Scream and whodunit slashers. I'd love for you to check it out. Everybody, this is the Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host Matt, and we are here to talk about the Simpsons from the beginning. Matt,
2: how are you? Well, Robbie, I enjoy episodes that have a message of some type, and unfortunately, this does not appear like one of them. I mean it has messages. True.
0: It has messages. There's there it says a lot of things, not very coherently, I guess, but it has it says yeah. things. Uh, I mean, mostly it's mostly like it's just it's just like saying things but very quietly it's just like <laughs> and you're like what is that simpsons and they're like <laughs> and you're like what do you mean and then the episode ends hi <laughs> right, guys we so are brought to you by supports on patreon you can support us by going to patreon.com slash the simpson show for only each about to gain access to all of our bonus material bonus content bonus podcast but just back matter now for me and matt uh talking about all kinds of stuff all, new simpsons episodes king of the hill Rick and Morty, uh, Bob's Burgers bonus episodes where we watch movies related to The Simpsons, where we talk about every single related Simpsons book, music thing. We've gone through all the books and all the music. All we have left are movies. There, we'll find video games. We've done everything. I uh, encourage everyone to support us there. We pl- thank everyone who does support us there. This week's episode is Midnight RX. Episode FAB F sixteen originally aired January sixteenth two thousand five. We're in two thousand five, Matt. We're we've made it. Yay! I'm so glad. We're fifteen years behind. Wonderful. We're halfway. Thank goodness. Basically, the show started like there was an episode in nineteen eighty nine, but mostly most of the show basically started in nineteen ninety. We've made it
2: fifteen years from there. We've fifteen years. To, we're we're gaining ground. All right. That's true. We're we're going faster than the actual show is because of you know the whole thing. Where we don't take we we don't take weeks off, Simpsons. I mean, sometimes I wish
0: they would take weeks off. No, no, no. We don't want that man. We don't. We don't want them to stop because we need to have this to do this forever, right? I mean, that's true. After this, there's nothing else. There's Let's nothing else. What up, else am I going to do with my life? Only
2: have this new episode reviews.
0: Uh, this episode is written by Mark Wheelmore, directed by Nancy Cruz, received a 4.8 rating with 8.1 million viewers. Couch gag family sits on the couch. Nothing happens. Lisa says, "What can't we sit on the couch without something happening?" Homer is then impaled with a large spear and says, "Doe." Yep, that's, where that's what we were looking for. Matt's description of this couch gag is Homer impaled by harpoon. Yeah, pretty much. That's no Matt. What are, are, are you? You stay off IMDb. I don't want you synopsizing any proper shows. All right, because you're just
2: going to cut it down to like three words. Exactly. Have you ever seen the IMD synops- IMDb synopsis? That's what they are. <laughs> They're very short. They need to be better. That's what
0: I'm, we need better synopses in our lives. That's what I'm saying. That's true. Okay. Uh, luckily for me, Matt, you have as much uh, running time as I do in this episode.
2: I know. It's horrible. The second <laughs> episode is so long.
0: <laughs> so we, uh, we see that the, fam- the family is attending a, a office party for the, the power plant where Burns has closed the museum the air and space museum for this party um homer immediately starts going crazy like taking a shirt off and doing wacky things because it's a party
2: i guess i i it's it's like a, a, a company picnic kind of thing
0: yeah but why is homer going crazy he's not even drinking i
2: don't know because the plot requires it
0: okay matt here matt say that into the microphone nice and loud because the plot requires it. Okay, now Matt, I'm going to ask you lots of questions during this episode. Oh god. You get that you get that answer ready, okay? Okay. Cuz we're going to need it a lot. <laughs> There's a lot of because the plot requires it. Um Mr. Birds is being suspiciously nice. Lisa does not trust him.
1: Well, well, if it isn't my favorite employee and his spouse. (laughs) And these must be children. Have a ginger root. Mr. Burns acting nice? That's odd. He must be up to something. Lise, Mr. Burns is the sweetest, kindest man I know. How many men do you know? Basically him and Dad. Nice. Thanks, Mo. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. I bought this for my funeral. It ain't got no back, so don't make me turn around. Hey, I'm paying for a silk-lined coffin, and damn it, I'm gonna feel it.
0: Yep, you're gonna feel it when you're dead. I mean, there are a couple gags in here. There's a couple lines in here that I like. That's I'll try and be nice, man. I'll try and be nice.
2: True, true.
0: I like. I don't mind that. I, this is the kind of mo that I like, frankly.
2: You know, that's the kind of mo joke that I like. Oh, I bought. Well, yeah, because it's not him joking about suicide or something awful. It's just him being like, "Yeah, I'm poor, and I want to get the most out of everything." And he's and it's dark.
0: But it's, it's not a, it's just like, oh yeah, I bought this, I bought this, <laughs> I bought this suit for my funeral. um, We get some space, some flight and space museum stuff going on. We get a history of, they watch a, there's a video, the first video they watch, Matt, I'm very confused by. Like, the video is about museum videos? Is that what it's doing?
2: Yes, that is the joke, is Uh, It is not a video about anything at the museum. It's a video about museum videos.
0: Okay. I I didn't laugh at it. I was just confused. Because the rest of this is just them at the museum. Like, they do normal museum stuff right after. So it... Right. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm just asking. Then we get a proper history of flight in springfield video i guess is that what because i think that's it's just springfield i don't think it's like the world's flight stuff but we see that agnes agnes skinner was once a wing walker meaning she would jump on airplanes in flight and dance on the old timey how old is
2: agnes uh we're not supposed to ask that question right? okay
0: she'd have to be a hundred okay (laughs) okay you just i just need to confirm that i'm not crazy then we see that Mr. Burns flew a, a giant wooden plane, the plywood pelican. Spruce Goose reference. Yes, we get it. We've seen. I. That's the other thing. Like, like that was the in Springfield with a dollar sign. That was the whole joke. Is mm-hmm. that he was Howard Hughes? And, and now it's the joke again. And but now, but they make it. They don't. There's no illusion here. It's just like, yeah, he actually flew a plane. It's a plywood pelican. Uh, he flew it for four feet at the height of six and a half feet. I think he says. Yeah. yeah um I, to be fair you know i'll give him this i'll give him credit for this too Matt.
2: this comes into play later on it does it's one of the few things that actually follows through in this episode right this m-
0: comes into play later on in the episode i'll give him credit for that all right you see you seeded something and it and it bloomed good job substance you, you managed that better than usual better than i'll say that yeah better than usual so burns Being suspicious, having this party for no apparent reason, being nice, things aren't adding up. And then we discover why he's being so nice. What a magical party this has been. Mr. Burns is a
2: great man.
1: I've got a bad feeling about all this. Come on, Marge, this place is great. Free admission, great grub, and we got to use the bathroom of the future. Homer, that was Apollo 12.
2: (laughs) Greetings, wage donkeys. Is everyone happy and content?
1: Yeah. This is great.
0: I would die for you.
2: Is your
1: sense of outrage dulled? Spill it, super boss. (laughs) Very well. Effective immediately, the employee prescription drug program
2: is terminated.
0: (gasps) What? What?
2: In these days of rising healthcare costs, blah,
1: blah, blah, lip service, lip service,
2: get out. So we're supposed to believe that everyone in the power plant has forgotten how awful Mr. Burns is just because of this one company picnic. Hey, Matt, you, you ready? Oh, that's right, Robbie. Sorry. It's because the plot requires it.
0: <laughs> because the plot requires it. Yeah, that's, that's, the plot requires it. They, I, no, of course they shouldn't. None of this makes any sense. Like, one, if you're going to cancel someone, like a, some evil corporation is going to cancel a prescription drug plan for their, their employees, they're not going to have a party. They're not. They're going to quietly release this information in some memo on a Friday evening, like at four exactly. fifty five. Four fifty five p.m. They're going to email everyone, and say uh, this prescription drug plan is being discontinued, and they'd hope people don't notice
2: until they, you know, yeah, they might have a party like this beforehand, but not announce it at the party. They would be like, okay, here's the party, and then the next morning, work to come in to find that it's gone.
0: Yeah, they're, or you know, they wouldn't even announce it at all. They would just... you just get a new plan and there'd be no prescription drugs on it. (laughs) Like, it would just be a a pared-down thing. But The Simpsons, for some... And... Okay. And... and For some reason, Mr. Burns isn't the villain of this episode.
2: Which is weird, because he's the one who does this. But he is one of the protagonists? Yeah. It's so strange. It made me... This is... It makes me
0: think of Last Exit of Springfield, with him with him trying to pull out the dental plan exactly, and and Homer and the rest of employees fighting to keep it, and Mr. Burns becomes the villain in exactly. that he, he's the villain in that episode. But in this episode, no one cares. I guess they just go okay and let him be a terrible monster, and then he also okay. Let let me get to the end of the act. He. <laughs> He the the employees get angry at him and chase at him which is another reason they would never have the actual owner of a company announce this stuff because he's right. not going to dirty himself being close to these, these monsters that work for him and make him money he flies away on a bicycle powered flying contraption we, a long reference to E.T. this is all, Smithers is piloting it, long reference to E.T. that's all it is, Burns is also concerned that two of his employees are hooking up and they shouldn't because uh, one of them is married and he has to, I don't know. It's a strange joke to end the episode, end the act on, but that's what happens. It, it, it really is. I, uh, but
2: funnily enough, like this, so this is, this is the end of the act. I mean, at least the first act kind of, sort of had to do something about the plot, but only in a very indirect way. I
0: think that's the thing, Matt, in that this episode doesn't fail in the ways we're used to because the plot at least like in a A to B to C sense connects. It connects. It makes sense. It does. It, it, it doesn't veer off in a weird tangents. It, it, it introduces a problem, quote unquote. We get some like up and down action involving that problem. We get a big, a a, a big, bigger culmination of that problem and everything resolves and we get a, a denouement. That all happens. But none of, if you will start like picking it apart, none of it makes any sense. Like you don't, it just feels, it feels very arbitrary. It doesn't belong. It feels flat. Um, yes. We get commercial five minutes and eight seconds in. And
2: when we come back, uh, we get the bulk of the episode. Uh, we, we find out what the actual problem was going to be and set it up as the actual conflict in the episode. Uh, so the family has to cut back on their diseases. Uh, Homer, uh, basically tries to get another job. He thinks he can be one of the (laughs) Rachel's Irish cousin on friends. And that's just an awful, stupid joke. Uh, Well, they they make a joke.
0: Like they, Lisa literally says that shows not on the air anymore. And you're like,
2: then why did you write this joke? That's all. I just want to like, why they had this joke seven years ago when the show was on the air and they've been holding on to it ever since. Like maybe make a different joke. No. Okay. No, of course not. Robbie. So Homer goes to try and get another job, but the guy at the employment office is just playing a video game on his computer, doesn't find anything. Uh, But then we also learn that other places are canceling their drug plans because the nuclear power plant, as one of the largest employers in Springfield, is setting a trend. Uh, We get Kent Brockman and Krusty the Clown no longer have their drug coverage, and Krusty has to beg for his uh, uh, lithium-dibromide as an antidepressant, or is it just for schizophrenia? I can't remember.
0: Robbie? I don't know for sure. I know lithium largely has been used. It, it's, I don't know if antidepressant is the right word. I know
2: it's it's, it's used to mellow mellow
0: people out. It's a downer. in like, Oh, okay, okay. I guess
2: I think... It's being bipolar, which I'm not sure is even well, a description they give to people
0: anymore. Don't even... If you're asking the Simpsons to try and be like... Accurate about their <laughs> mental health diagnosis, you're not going to get it, Matt. But lithium, okay. I think, largely isn't used very much anymore. I remember this is my knowledge about lithium is that it, it takes it. It's it's mentioned a lot in uh, that Zach Braff movie um, with Natalie Portman. Um, oh, Garden
2: State. Got Garden you.
0: State. It's mentioned a lot in that. I don't really know. Okay, I'm not.
2: I am not a doctor. So uh, at this point, uh, so Krusty begs for lithium dibromide from uh, the kids that watch his show, which is horrifying. Uh, But then we get a very weird uh, scene where Marge and Lisa break into a pharma company to talk to
1: the CEO. Let me start out by saying that it is always a pleasure to sit down with a mother and a daughter who have snuck past security and burst into my office. I just don't see why one little pill should cost $30. Drugs aren't so expensive in other countries. In other countries, families also lie on the floor and eat bugs.
2: What countries are those?
1: You ever been to Norway? No. Well, they do it in Norway. And that's why I personally thank God we pay too much for drugs. I mean, uh, the right amount. I mean, not enough. Here, watch this video.
2: I mean, they could have made this episode about the incredibly high cost of healthcare and especially prescription drugs in the U.S. And it feels like that's kind of where it was going. But then they just tossed on all this stuff to get jokes in there and they had to cut off anything in the episode about actual morals and ethics. Because this feels like the kind of scene that would have made sense in an episode about the high cost of healthcare. But It, 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 it. it
0: never settles on a thing. And it's a thing we, we talk a lot about, you know, in like when the Simpsons want to tackle an issue, you personify the issue. You make it so that you take a character who, who has a problem like that needs pharmaceuticals. They need a drug to keep them alive. Like the fact that they bring up diet, insulin with rod, it is, uh, yeah, like that's a perfect use case. Like insulin is way more expensive in, than it should be in the U.S. because of the way we treat medicine, and you. That's a good like that's. A, hey, you make a character, you make the episode about a character and personify the, their their problems because of this issue, and then the the rest of the family tries to solve the issue because they want to help this character, right? And it keeps us grounded. It keeps like it. It keeps us focused on. Oh, this is a real thing that really affects people, and you can still do a flippant, you know, nothing changed ending to the episode, which right. they they do a lot. You know, Homer and poo, much of poo about nothing does that kind of. You know, poo stays, but then they also you get you see like Mo and Willie are about to get a, a, a deported, and you're like they're like ha ha ha, it didn't really change anything. Um but instead it's just this harebrained scheme of going to canada and like there's a lot of time spent on them c- crossing the border and if they can do it like it's just about this weird wacky canada jokes they're not even man don't even they're not jokes like okay sorry sorry they're not sorry fake canada facts they're yeah they're references this is again and that's all they they are they are not there's not a joke um, but there is an issue here, and the Simpsons, I think, understand – like, they're saying – they're like, yeah, like, obviously, at least like, you know, drugs don't need to cost this much. And then the evil – there's this evil pharmaceutical CEO guy, and he's like, yeah, it's bad. We need to charge. Yeah, like he's
2: Garth mother-loving, but for pharmaceuticals, but we only see him for, you know, 30 seconds.
0: Yeah, this scene. And you're like, well, why not make the episode about that instead of about them having to go to Canada like when you it's again it's not grounded it's not real there's nothing realistic about this when you think about Much poo or nothing there is a real circun, like it it feels it feels like apu's in danger of leaving us and if there is real danger of a family member struggling with needing a drug like grandpa what they make a they have a that joke in the elder in the uh the uh, retirement home and actually it's my favorite scene in this whole episode because it actually made me laugh. But there's no they, there's no more of it than that. It's just like look at all this tr- trouble everyone's having without these drugs. And I'm like, well I make it about that then instead of them going to Canada. Mm-hmm. But that's not there's not action they have to write. Then they'd have to write character. They'd have to write, you know, actual tension, actual conflict and, and they I, would have to write a plot that makes sense. I guess I don't know. There's just like they just wanted like again this feels rushed. This feels like oh, we we have enough here. Well, this is this is an episode. If if, if
2: you say so. This is a, this is a time limit thing, I guess. Um so, getting back to the plot, uh we see that even the old folks uh, are not getting their actual drugs. Uh, they're just getting random things like buttons and whatnot. No, I, uh, so I like I
0: I liked this scene. It made me laugh. I liked Abe's how Abe gets a fly and it flies. So he's like, mine flew away. I like that's a that's a funny bit. I like that
2: bit. It is. It's like, oh, my my pills are running away. Yeah. That's that's fine. Uh, But his response is a little on the weird side, as we shall see.
1: Well, the drug company won't do anything to help us. I got the
2: answer. Dad? Oh, thank God it's the right place. I burst into four homes before this one. Now listen, all the drugs we want are right across the border. I have a friend who'll help us.
1: The border, eh? And I'd better sand off my fingerprints. Oh! Oh! oh I could just wear gloves. Nah, they're upstairs. Ah! Ah! Oh! oh! Ho, ho, ho! Hola, senor! We are gringos who wish to spend mucho
2: dinero in your country. Splendid! Welcome to Canada. So, yes, as we see, uh, they've decided not to go to uh, Mexico for drugs. They're going to go to Canada, uh, which necessitates the help of some friendly local Canadians uh, who are actually veterans, and I assume they're they're Abe's friends uh, because of that. Uh, they, They get them fake Canadian health cards, and uh... There's some bad jokes about syrup and DVD players. And then their first time across the border is fine. They get across practically no problem. Uh, The border guard just lets them across and is like, yep, this is cool. I love it. This is fantastic. Uh, The whole town loves them. Everyone's like, oh, this is so wonderful. You got me my drugs. I I feel better now. You know, they even give um, uh, Grandpa the Operation Dumbo Drop jacket from those old guys from the uh, I think it's the old man in the key episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, those guys are back and they give uh, Grandpa one of the, their special jackets. Uh, but some of the town did not get the drugs they wanted uh, so they are asked uh, Homer is asked by Apu and Flanders if they can come along the next run.
1: Oh, look! It is Mr. Homer, my favorite customer. Please feel free to paw through my play dudes and tell me to go back to some country I am not actually from. Why the sweet talk, Pooh? Are you after some cheap drugs? Please let me come on one of your smuggling runs. My eight babies are driving me crazy. With their coughing and sneezing and general oozing, my janitor and a drum is afraid to come out. What does that mean? I don't even know. That's the kind of bad joke I am making. I am so tired.
2: Help me out, Homer. My little Roddy needs his insulin. Breaks my heart to watch him Jones diddly ownsing. Anders? I don't know. I mean, you haven't done anything for me since you lent me that 5,000 bucks yesterday. I don't claim to be the perfect neighbor.
1: If you let us come, I will give you 10 minutes alone with my squishy machine. Do what you will. No cameras? (laughs) No. No cameras.
2: So, yes, as we can see, Apu and Flanders want some of the drugs. I guess they didn't get in on the last batch. So they are going to go uh, into uh, Canada with them to get the next batch. And this is where our problem comes in. Why? Uh, why do they have to go with them?
0: Yeah. Robbie,
2: Robbie, are you ready for it? Are you ready? I'm, I'm because ready. Because the plot requires it.
0: Okay. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate it.
2: Uh-huh. I'm glad we've got the shortcut now. The I, 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 but, I mean, it's
0: just they can just say, hey, Homer, grab some insulin.
2: Yeah, grab some him as the wire there. Grab some, whatever the hell. Ah, yeah, what is the poo? What does a poo need? <laughs> he does. <he's, laughs> they don't know.
0: There's he. I and also like guys, that uh, that joke that a poo makes, whatever he says, janitor won't come out of his drum. That
2: I I, what, I I I don't know. I
0: don't know what that means. Like I know in I know textually it's supposed to be nonsense, but why is he making that joke? Because he's tired. Like I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: So, uh, at this point, we see uh, Ned and Apu in the car. Uh, they are, of course, fighting because Ned is trying to convert Apu because he tries to convert Matt. everybody. But whatever, Matt. Uh, Matt, what, Robbie?
0: Remember when I when we liked our supporting characters when they were likable people? I do. I do remember that. Remember when I liked? I liked? I used to like Apu. I used to like Flanders. Well, I think you would still like them if they were used correctly. If they weren't obnoxious monsters who want uh, a Poo hates his family and Ned is just this oppressive uh proselytizer. And you're like that's Ned is just a super Ned is a super nice guy. Apu's an incredibly hard worker who's worked who, you know, an immigrant uh success story. And you're like why are we why are they the worst stereotypes? Like, why did you? Why are they have? Why have they devolved into these? And now they're just children. Like, literally, this joke is: look, they're in the back seat, so they're kids.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And you're like, I, mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. precisely. So here's where we get to uh, another stupid complication uh, for the plot because uh, there is a. They go to Canada. They get the drugs again. There's a Canadian version of Ned uh, who smokes weed uh, because it's legal there. And of course, we get the line from Ned. They said the devil would be uh what is the line he says? Temptation would be I don't know, would have a pleasant face, something like that. Basically, uh Ned is like, oh, you know, this is this is me, but you know, Canadian and obviously it's bad. I, I like I I like Canadian Ned, to be fair. I do too. He seems like a much better guy than regular Ned.
0: Yeah, and that's uh, maybe Ned just needs to you know chill a little bit. Maybe Ned, yeah. hey man, relax. That's when I say regular Ned Uh, I I like like the there. This is the other gag I really like in this episode where Homer and Homer and uh, I think it's is it grandpa or Homer and a poo are watching them, the two neds, talk and they're just doodly doodling back and forth. And it's the the camera works really good. The direct like the the directing shows itself here where they cut back and forth between the doodly doodlies, and you're like, oh, this is and they're like, it's clearly the neds are speaking their own little language and it. It, are they actually speaking their own language? No, but the, when you get people like this, they're so close to each other, it seems like they're speaking their own little language, and it's a nice little, it's a nice little ten second gag.
2: Yes, it is a a happy little gag that's kind of goofy, and that's that's the entirety of it.
0: And I I don't mind the I like the, the I also like the guy the Canadian Ned does smoke weed. I think that's a nice little touch. Like that's what a Canadian Ned would do. Okay, here's a question for you, Matt. Mm-hmm. Weed is legal in in Canada, and that's why mm-hmm. Canadian Ned smokes it. And we've we've seen Ned our
2: Ned drink. He's has he's drinking. He's we at, have, but that was several seasons ago, like over a decade. So I don't think current Ned I would do that anymore, um, because we, as we saw in the Viva Ned Vegas, he resists all the major urges. He he drinks. Uh, non-flavored ice milk. Now, I don't think this uh, Flanders drinks.
0: Okay, I was because my question was going to be, well, if Ned, our Ned drinks, which is legal in America and most places, you could would he if he lived in Canada, would he also smoke weed? If it's is it literally is it just a legality thing? What does he is he become is he one of those people? It's like oh, as long as it's legal, it's ethical.
2: Exactly. It's like oh, the government knows best, so therefore you know if they're okay with it, I'm okay with it, and God's okay with it i'm just that's my question because it seems like that's what it's doing with canadian
0: net i don't really know uh it's also an interesting thought experiment to distract me from this terrible
2: episode yes you don't want to pay attention to this or your brain will hurt yeah so getting to the end of act <laughs> two um so they're arguing what happens uh, man what Ed happens off- what happens here at the Ed end offers a poo some coffee right as they get to the border uh, Apu drinks it and then starts doing... Uh, there's a special name for the yell, and I don't know what it is, and I feel bad, but... Uh, it doesn't... Matt, whatever he's... It's
0: ululation, but whatever he's doing, not, it's not actually that anyway, so...
2: No, it's just some uh, approximation that Harry Shearer is doing. Um, I think it's Hank Azaria, but sure. Hank Azaria, whichever one does it. Did Apu's voice. Thankfully, did. Hank Azaria. Um, yeah. Hank Azaria, you're right. Um, uh, and then, so to cool him down ned puts a towel around his head so it looks like he is either sikh or arabic or whatever you want to be prejudiced against because the border <laughs> guards are like oh no he's progressing or he's expressing his faith and therefore they get arrested and kicked out of canada forever let's actually have let's hear.
0: now they he, they do this uh, racist stereotype and then the guards pull their guns on him on the on the car homer opens the door to try and ease them and then p- spills thousands of pills onto the ground that were loose pills, loose, not any collection or anything.
2: loose, loose pills. pills say it for me matt loose pills no <laughs> because the plot requires it. okay Is it, they could have taken three extra seconds to just say oh yeah we're, now we have to search the car because you've given us probable cause
0: yeah and they and they don't really need probable cause uh to search the car for the whatever the hell. They yeah, want. you're you're crossing a border. You can they will search your car for any reason. Um but they, no they just there's just pills on, and like on the the out of Homer's pockets just piling out of the car. And like what is this episode about? Like why is this the like but it's a why why do we have this this event where a poo is the reason they get They get stopped. They get because the Pooh is Indian and has a a like what looks like a turban, and he's making a strange noise. So they go, "Oh, it's a terrorist." Let's uh, let's pull a gun on him. And you're like, "This is like, I'm not. It's not racist. Like we've, you know, I'm not going to say the Simpsons This is not racist by the Simpsons or anything like that. It's just really lazy. It's just really blunt." and dumb it it doesn't make it's not subtle and it's not clever there's no intelligence to this at all it's just uh it feels like a joke you'd get from um who's the puppet comedian
2: I mean oh Jeff Dunham
0: it feels like a Jeff Dunham joke that's not yeah. a that's not good um that's a bad for me I'm going to say and the puppet comedian <laughs> You knew what I was talking about. I guess it worked. I knew um, exactly what I was about. who was the who was the racist puppet comedian. The, the puppet comedian. You got know what I'm talking about. Uh, right? It's just like that. It's like it again. This is just a reference. Like there's the the, the, the they're not jokes. When you have Canadians go well, like they get a DVD player as a gift because they get they made them they got them phony health cards, and they go oh where where do you put the syrup? That's that's not a joke. That's just you that's just them saying member canadians they like maple syrup there's a thing you know about canada maple syrup that's not a joke jokes are constructed jokes have setups punchlines and in the simpsons multiple you know layers the onion uh, analogy i've made thousands of times at this point this is also not a joke it is just a reference to something that you know it is just like well you know that uh You know, authority figures are afraid of terrorists and brown people uh, with turbans who yell. So laugh at it. Laugh at this. And it's not a joke. It's just like, oh, I referenced referenced something that you're aware of. So laugh. It just makes it makes me think of those really lazy spoof movies like a date movie or God, they're all terrible. Um, Like, like not even scary movie. The ones after a scary movie. I can't I can't, oh, yeah, remember, the, I can't remember the names of them, but, you know, they were all movie 43 jokes. Those They're terrible. Uh, but it reminds me of that, where it's just like, it's not a joke. It's just referencing. It's just showing you a thing that you, ah, oh, ha, ha, I, re- I remember a thing. So it's a joke. Um. But what does this have to do with prescription drugs?
2: At this point, uh, this is to cut them off from their source of prescription drugs. Okay. So that's the end of Act 2. So, Robbie, it's finally back to you <laughs> to talk about this idiot thing that happens. Uh,
0: we have fi- that's 15 minutes and 15 seconds, but so yeah, it's a solid 10 minute second act, really long second act. Um, so they all get arrested uh, and then banned from Canada.
2: Pretty sure they would. Which honestly, that seems like the easiest thing that could have happened to them. Uh,
0: this is that is not what would have happened. <laughs> they they would not just have gone to jail for quite a while. They would have gone to jail. This is post nine uh, eleven. They would have they're smuggling. They are that's it. Smoking like drugs, lots of them. the amount of The amount of drugs is the problem. Uh, if it was just like a couple pills, it probably would just be a banned from Canada. But it's not yeah. just about a little couple pills; it's thousands of them. That's like, okay, this episode doesn't care about truth or facts or anything. Like, none none of this would ever happen in the first place. The, the villain of this should be Burns, but the town's now mad at them because they didn't bring back the pills. They're upset. They take back Grandpa's jacket with the Operation Dumbo drop. Uh, The rest of the the family doesn't like Homer and Bart anymore or Homer anymore. I don't know why. Like, none of this. Who cares? Like, why? Why are they upset? Like, they got caught? Is that what they're upset about? Why are they upset at Burns? Why aren't they upset at their employers? Is that too... Like, that is a much more interesting episode to me. But instead, we have this weird... Canadian and then they banned from Canada. I'm like, well, what does that mean? Like, okay, you said someone else. <laughs> like, it's not... Yep. it's not. If if this was an easy easy scheme for them, just have that contact in Canada. You just have a different person give, give them another fake health card to that. guy. If they they could just do that, like it. But that's not an abs. That's not the like. What do you what do you say, Matt? <sighs> the plot. The
2: plot. The plot requires. The it. plot
0: requires it to not. Not that not to happen. Then we then we come back to Burns and Smithers. Because Smithers has a thyroid problem. That we just found out about. That we just found out about. Which is a thing you probably should have introduced earlier in the episode. They could have mentioned it at any point. But they don't. They wait until right now. And now Burns needs him alive. And now Burns is one of our protagonists. The guy who canceled the prescription drug plan, is now one of our protagonists. Mm-hmm. Why? Like, why? Good question. I don't understand this. Like, so they, and they take Burns' plane, they take the, they, they and they, so he's a pilot, remember? Ma- Ma- he piloted the the plywood pelican, so he's a pilot. He can, they can fly over
2: to, I don't know. If where... that's something you can do, you can just fly into Canada. Yeah. They just let anybody fly over the border. Where
0: are they landing? Where, like, yeah, they they keep track of,
2: and the the Canadian people have like a forklift full of drugs, and it's...
0: yeah, they we just skip a thousand different steps along the way because no, we, this plot is big, so yeah, they're gonna fly a plane, And they're gonna have a, a, a this veteran forklift a bunch of drugs in there, and make it also make a joke about capital punishment along the way. Very clumsy on the nose joke about capital punishment. And like, hey, like maybe focus on just the prescription drug thing. You're not even doing that really well, Simpsons. Maybe don't throw in the extra jokes about capital punishment on top of it. Maybe if you want to say something about capital punishment, make an episode about that. Right. But don't do that. I mean, I don't want a Simpsons episode about capital punishment. That's a Maybe like have like let smart people talk about capital punishment. I don't want this. The Simpsons don't need to be involved with that. Uh, especially season sixteen,
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh I don't.
0: Boy. Well, imagine a season sixteen episode about capital punishment. I can't. It hurts I, my brain. I yeah, uh, like literally just trying to conceive it. And be like, oh no, reject, reject. No, thank you. So they have Burns playing. Uh, the polite Canadian man says, looks like I'm loading up your ship. You're plane too much." And Burns says, "I don't care." And then they have they, but that's not. I'm not, okay, I'm not a planologist, Matt. I'm not a plane scientist. I'm just, I think we should stick with planologists, honestly. We, okay, not a planologist. But I'm I'm fairly confident that if a plane can get off the ground, I'll, you know, I'll out get through liftoff and get to cruising altitude. That's all you need. That's, I would think that it. it got there. Like, it's not going to stop flying at that point because it's too heavy. It already did all the lifting.
2: It doesn't. Planes don't get tired. <laughs> that's what I'm, it feels like. I mean, it's possible because of the turbulence. It's too difficult to actually uh, maneuver in in the storm, which is I think what they were going for. But no, that's still not how it
0: works. I I just I don't. I'm not a planeologist, but it just it's just only oh, it's stormy, and Burns jumps out with his parachute and then steals the other two. I'm okay. I'm not going to say that it doesn't track for Mister Burns to. Not care about other people's lives, but why? Like, it doesn't, it's just, it's just like phony conflict again. Like, it doesn't, there's no reason for it. He just does it. The plot dictates it. Yeah. And then the wing randomly just falls off the airplane. So, okay. Let, I'm going to slow, let's slow down that, actually, because I feel like I've just lost my mind when I, when I think about this. Burns bails out of the airplane, jumps out with his parachute, mm-hmm. which, sure, Burns is can survive jumping out of an airplane and pulling a parachute. Sure. We're going to not talk, think too much about that. Mm -hmm. But then we see a plane in midair, high uh, cruising altitude, 10, at least 10,000 feet, if not higher, its wing falls off, leaving Homer and grandpa in charge of the airplane.
2: Homer, they cut from this to Homer landing of the plane. Easily. Like it crashes, but it's in one piece still. Yeah, this is like a Sully Sullenberger level, like
0: salvaging a broken aircraft. Right. Homer, Homer Simpson. Yep. Last week builds a nuclear reactor. This week lands a airplane without a with one wing. Mm-hmm. No questions. No thoughts. No no moments of someone guiding no one no tense scene of of like a aircraft traffic controller someone calling in to homer and uh, even lisa like someone calling into homer and saying here's what you do
2: no homer just has this robbie it's it's like you're not getting the part with it they just the the plane is completely incidental to actually what's going on it's all incidental there is nothing integral to this
0: because it doesn't, nothing, none of this matters. The plane lands with, like, full of drugs. And Homer and Grandpa, or Grandpa, not even Homer, just Grandpa gets arrested by Wiggum because the mm-hmm. plane jostled Wiggum's car. I think is why he arrested him. Making a police officer go, huh? <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad joke in vacuum, but. They've done it before. They have done it before. It's fine. I I just, like, you build up to a conflict, and then you resolve it. And why is the conflict now, is there a plane that lands, and why does Wiggum want to get them, why does Wiggum want to arrest them? Like, it has, there's nothing, Wiggum is not important to this, ep- this episode at all. Shouldn't they be, re- like, the what the actual, like, plot ticket ends up being is Burns trying to save... Smithers. I have the the ending of this episode. It's a little bit of a long clip, but I have the entire thing.
1: Alright, you're under arrest. On what charge? Making a police chief go... <laughs> Get in the car. And don't touch those guns. I just loaded them. You'll have to arrest me too. Abe Simpson brought the propicia to keep grass on Willie's field. You cured my lumbago. Thank you. My diaper rash. My glavonoids are not so hurtful. Thanks to his lactose intolerance pills, I can drink this crusty Brand milkshake. <laughs> Terrible. Well, Simpson, you have helped a lot of people. So, like it says in the Springfield Police Handbook, if you can't beat them, join them. <laughs> Uh, Chief, and you know, I've been checking the handbook. A lot of the things you say aren't in there at all. Yeah, well, look a little closer, Lou. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I hope I'm not too late.
1: Take potion. Hurry. Oh, it's not working. Only my sour, curdled breath will quicken him. Ah, sir,
2: you saved my life. Yes. Smithers, I was a stingy old fool. But from now on, I'll provide drug benefits to all my full-time
1: employees. Great news, honey. Mr. Burns made me a freelance consultant. Hey... What's this lump?
2: That's how our episode ends, Matt. Yep. Yep. Another joke about Mr. Burns being stingy and being the ultimate bad guy of this. And and Homer potentially having cancer. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, what what is this?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. This episode is a lump. Yep. I I can't. It, it again. It's one of those episodes that's like playing a trick on you. It's trying to fool you because it's con- it is constantly moving. It it has a pl- it has a plot, but a, a many many steps along the way, they cut out reasonable reaction. They cut out explanations they cut out character it's just boom 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 we're going moving 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 Uh, we cut out the prescription drug plan so we have to go to Canada to get drugs we get the drugs and everyone loves us and then we have to go back with more people and this time we don't get the drugs and then we get arrested and everyone hates us but now we're going back again with an airplane but then the plane crashes and then we get arrested but then the people save us and then the Smithers is okay and I'm like what? what? okay okay. slow down Slow down. Makes sense. None of this makes sense. None whatsoever. It it has the appearance of it, man. I was I had a thought, man. I have a thought. Do you ever? I'm gonna ask you a question. Do you ever have this thought of maybe we're being too hard on this episode? Nope. Okay. Good. Not this one anyway. Okay. I I sometimes have that thought. I'm just trying to be nice and like I'm trying to think. I'm not being too hard on this. Like if I came in, you know, with a more open mind, whatever that means, maybe I would like this episode more. No. I don't. I think I agree with you. Like, no, I'm not being too hard on this episode. It doesn't make any sense. People just do things like the. It is. It should just be. You call it midnight RX parentheses because the plot dictates it. Because that's what this entire episode is. The plot dictates it. Um, there's a couple funny bits. Did you? I laughed. I actually did laugh at this episode, Matt. I'll say that. I laughed. Where did you laugh? Because I probably did too, but I just can't remember it. I laughed at. Ap- abe's fly i laughed at that i i that it, i chuckled i it was a hmm. aud, it was audible you know it wasn't just a smile it was i and i oh, wow i chuckled at at abe's fly pill flying away he's like mine flew away i thought that was that was that was a good i i, I think i like that joke because it, it we have uh we have the the uh elderly jewish man he's like i gotta a corn nut and then we have Jasper who's like I got a button and then Abe his does, he doesn't say anything it's just a fly person on the edge of his cup and then it flies away and then he says mine flew away that's a good Simpson Simpsons gag where we get this layer boom 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 we got time layer air little a little bit of space for the joke to breathe I I've honestly wish that the Canadian Ned scene had a little bit more space in it had a little bit more room to breathe Yeah, I mean, I feel like all of the stuff in Canada could have used more time to breathe. But God forbid we need a plane crash that third act, Matt. We can't. We don't got time. All right, we need a plane Uh, crash. Yeah. (laughs) But I, I think I laughed at it. I, I, I don't know. It, it's hard to get. It's hard to have. Try. I'm trying. Like try to have a frame of reference for this because I just think of like, uh, uh, like my my brain. Last second Springfield. I mentioned that earlier. I think about last episode of Springfield and how elegant that episode is, mm-hmm. and how it,
2: it is about a thing. Yeah, it's about uh, the struggle between labor and management.
0: Yeah, and it personifies that that issue with our characters. This isn't about like it 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 tries to be about prescription drugs and our and the relationship we have with our health systems. That it doesn't. It, it's with a plane crash. Like why do you why why? Uh anything you want to add,
2: Matt? Not that I can think of. Uh this episode is just in general a mess. Yeah. Flat a flat mess. Um well, we'll rank it at the end of the show. Robbie, is this episode broken? I don't know. It's hard to tell because this episode is either incredibly broken or just should never have existed, and either one is a valid determination. I'm gonna say yes. No, you were right the first time with that quick fix idea.
0: Let's see. Quick fix. Quick fix. Ah. Yes, I'm going to say it's broken. Okay. I'm going to go. I'm, I always, I generally go with my gut. Ninety, 95% of the time I go with my gut for this question. My gut says this is broken. So I'm going to say yes.
2: It, well then, Robbie, I guess the question is, how do we fix it?
0: Make, well, I, I mean, like, a lot of the times the answer, Matt, is make it about something. And honestly, that's like, that is actually what I would say is like, instead of being it here, this is what this episode is. And I think this is a good way to codify it. I think it would, it's probably in retrospect, a lot of episodes probably do this. This episode isn't about something. It's around something.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: It is around, is based around the idea of prescription drugs and how we interact with them. But it's not about prescription drugs. It's around prescription drugs. I mean, if you're going to make an episode about prescription drugs and how we deal with them, make it about that. And you like I mean, it's probably going to be sort of similar to to uh, last uh, last last exit to Springfield in a certain way because it because that is a template for that where you like i don't know if you're gonna make if you have to have a villain mr birds is as good as any or you can make it dr hibbert like there's a there is we didn't even mention the rap video with dr oh yeah i forgot there's a rap video in this with dr hibbert where he raps about prescription drugs about the
2: fine women of pfizer and then we get
0: uh mr mix a lot for some reason yeah there's also the we didn't also in the who you lewis in the news i need a new drug very briefly in the pharma scene, with the the pharma CEO, it's very strange. Like these two licensed musics just dropped right in the middle of this episode. It's very strange. Um, I don't make it about Canada. Like I don't know. Like there is waste so much time about like going into Canada, getting drugs, coming back and forth. Why? Because it just makes it, it's like an adventure Adventure wackiness. It's just Looney Tunes. There, it's all about, oh, okay, how can we get, pull off this wacky scheme? And you're like, that's not what this episode is about. It's an issue. If you're going to make an issue episode, it can't be about wacky schemes. Um, You personify the issue, you pick a character, they need a drug, they can't get it. That's it. Because of this that's, new... This that's new simple story. <laughs> yeah, and then you explore, like, how would they get the drugs instead? Oh, they need money for the drug. They need like you could try and, and exhaust all these po- possibilities, and eventually you come back around to attacking the person that's preventing you from getting them, Mr. Burns, or Dr. Hibbert, or who, or this, or this Garth mother loving animal. If you want to have a pharmacy be like the villain, you could do that too.
2: That's fine. You could do that. That's a perfect villain for this because they're the ones making everything so expensive. Yeah, and then and you could and have Lisa go to war. It feels
0: like Lisa is like you have that scene with Lisa in in Marge in that scene. Like why doesn't why does not Lisa have the whole family and then go to like go to war with a CEO? Hey, that's an episode. And it doesn't have plane crashes in it. I guess that's a negative if you're a writer on the Simpsons and C. If you're story. a writer you want, hey, how can we make things extra weird? I don't yeah, I don't know why the the plane crash is the go to. It makes no sense. I guess I can't. I can't put myself in this in his minds. Like all I think of is like, how do I make this grounded and real, and make people care about the characters? And then after you do that, you throw in a bunch of jokes. Right, but you have to make sure the jokes don't crowd out the actual plot, which kind of seems like it might have happened here. The plot is the plot is the skeleton. The jokes are the bone, are the not the bones, the meat. They are the they are the thing you put on top of the skeleton. But I, don't know. I think I don't know that I that's an episode. I'd rather watch that yeah, episode. it's an episode
2: that could work. That's the problem is this episode doesn't uh, stick on anything.
0: No, it's around things. Mm-hmm. Um, we can move on to our next segment. It's time for Comments of the News Group. Okay,
1: here we are. Alt.nerd.obsessive.
0: Comments of the News Group is where I look through the nohomers.net forum, see what people were talking about, uh, what they thought of the episode after it came out. I uh, look at the poll. Pull the poll. I love polling, don't you, Matt? Yay. I certainly have been to spend a lot of my time in the past three weeks looking at 5-3. <laughs> um, I have bad news for you, Matt. It seems like everyone really enjoyed this. The poll seems very... They seem to like this episode a lot. Um, 25% gave it a perfect score. 5 out of 5. Ugh. And then an additional 36% gave it a 4 out of 5. Mm-hmm. That's... 60%, 60% thought this was good to great. And then an additional 23% gave it a three out of five. So that, I mean, it, it, so that's under, it's like 15% gave this a two or one out of five. Most people thought this was a, a decent episode. To a great episode, even. Um, first review, that was great. 10 out of 10. For once, I don't feel like I'm overrating it. It wasn't any more over the top than something in season six. And everyone seemed in character. The weird Canadian Flanders guy was funny. Great couch gag too. Best one in a while. Ugh! No. next review fun describes this episode i was laughing since the couch gag didn't stop traveling scene was one for the ages mr simpson he's trying to convert me i'm you know once in a while matt you have those thoughts like i'm not like a lot of people i also thought it was kept pretty re- <laughs> i couldn't stop myself i also thought it was kept pretty realistic nowhere near the overly wacky adventures during the scully years Four out of five, uh-huh. pretty realistic. Homer pilots a disabled plane, lands it in the middle of the city. Realistic. Mm-hmm. Wait, I got a couple of uh, reviews that make me feel a little bit better than that. I, I I found these. I dug. I mean, reviews. at least there wasn't
2: magic or anything.
0: Might as well be magic, Matt. Like, give, give me science. How, explain to me how Homer was able to land that plane without magic. Uh, luck. Luck isn't real. That's not a
2: that's not a thing. You can't measure luck. You can't measure it, but he just happened to get a uh good wind. Next
0: review, bad plot, no laughs, flat out boring episode so far a low point in season sixteen in my book, two out of five. I feel better about that one. Here we go. Yep. This is the this is a my my PS de resist PS de resistance. Uh, I give this a 2 out of 5. It was just a flat episode. Bigger problem, too, is the fact that it was way too topical. Many of the Simpsons episodes from what most people call the classic era tend to have very little tying them down to the year when that episode was made, except for images of the president. Oh, well... Matt, please, let me finish. Okay. Right. This show may very well be outdated in 10 years, but a good portion of the humor will be lost. A lot of the jokes lack subtlety, as other members posted before, and how they handled the Pooh's little coffee problem was just plain stupid. Could have taken that a different route than doing something weird and nonsensical. Um, I don't remember Canada being notorious for suppressing free practice for religion, but maybe I'm wrong. You're kind of wrong. You're... It wasn't Canada. It was the American border guards. I don't, I don't think they care either way. And finally, while The Simpsons had often been a show that would do anything and laugh, most of the times it would succeed in producing episodes where even if only a few jokes or gutbusters, it still was great. Here they produced something that was dry. The I Want a New Drug bit went on too long and really made no sense. If the episode had been on attack, how we over-medicate our patients in America, then yes, it would have made sense. But on the rising drug costs, it just leaves you going, eh? This episode feels like a can of Coke. This has been sitting open for a few days, just flat. I agree with the overall sentiment. Maybe not with the individual points. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I, I feel like it doesn't... You can have dated references in in an episode of The Simpsons. That's fine. But... They need to have, they make sense in context of when the episode was made, even. Like if I watch this, Mm -hmm. it doesn't, this episode makes just as little sense as it does in 2005 as it does in 2020. It has nothing nothing to do with when it's made. That's not the problem with this episode. Uh, We can move on to our next segment. It's time for the listener question of the week.
2: Let's try one more number. (gasps) Yellow? KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener.
0: Yellow? Our listener question of the week this week is, what is your favorite Bart episode? Tons of great answers. Appreciate everyone who took time to answer.
2: Matt, take it away. All right. From Matthew, uh, my favorite episode is Cape Fear. And I was ready to say that, but that's as much a Bob episode as a Bart one. So I'm going with Black Widower. Hilarious in it shows, Bart can be as clever as anyone when he puts his mind to it. Fantastic point. Uh, from Tim, uh, I'll go for Marge Be Not Proud, which is, in spite of its title, is really a Bart episode. His path of the shoplifting, the video game Storm, dealing with ramifications and eventuating uh, in his uh, re- in his redemption at episode end by buying Marge a picture of himself is very similar to an experience I had as a youth. This dem- demonstrates that in spite of having growing pains, most kids have a path to future improvement, but it takes others to realize that. Very true. Uh, from Alex, uh, my favorite Bart episode is either Bart the Genius or Bart Gets an F, both fantastic episodes showcasing why we love that little hellion Bart. Uh, from Benjamin, gotta be Bart sells his soul. A delightful Bart journey of self-discovery and one of the best B-plots in the show. <laughs> uh, from Alex, mine has to be Saturdays of Thunder. While not solely a Bart-focused episode, I loved watching the development of the relationship between Bart and Homer. It reminded me of my childhood uh, between my dad and me and the moments that strengthened our bond. Uh, from Lauren, Bart sells his soul as much as the whole third act where he travels trying to find it then the whole scene with Lisa. Sometimes you do not truly understand the value of something until it was gone, and this episode does a beautiful job teaching that lesson uh from derek bart's real friend for me i feel it's almost the bart counterpart to lisa's rival a few episodes earlier and it gets similarly overlooked and i don't know why it has everything i want in a bart episode he displays all of his character traits in this one mischievous naive sympathetic lisa gets to team up with him towards the end which is always a delight it's season six so the jokes are basically smacking you in the face at every turn on top of that homer is used so sparingly but the probably misses his old glasses exchange is one of my favorite homer scenes in the whole series this one's a real winner absolutely derek Uh, from holly i have to go with my brother's all-time favorite episode probably considered an odd choice by many season 23 is a totally fun thing bart will never do again as someone who goes on a lot of cruises well pre-covid i did i could totally relate to the horrible feeling when the cruise is ending you have to return to -to day-to-day treasury Uh, the first time i watched it the final scene made me explode in hysterical tears i was in a toxic relationship and struggling in life it caused me to take a look at the way i was living and realize i needed to make some changes so that like old man bart i would be able to say it'd been a fun ride I'm proud to say that today I have taken that lesson and am living life happily into the fullest. The things you can get from The Simpsons, eh? Love you guys. Uh, From at the Andrew blog, a friend of the show, Andrew Bloom, uh, shout out to Bart gets an F. There's something about Bart procrastinating, sacrificing and doing everything he can to will his poor brain doing something it doesn't want to do. That's so sympathetic. And Mrs. Krabappel rewarding his obvious effort is a warm and triumphant Uh, from at board ATX. Uh, Marge, be not proud. I already used this answer for my favorite Marge episode, but I can't think of a better one. It's just that good. Absolutely more. Uh, at Lagoon eighty three, Bart of Darkness. Some generally good suspense, top quality Hitchcock past station, loads of memorable lines. Keep us for breakfast, Aunt Helga. It's important that line is done in, in accent, just so you know, Robbie. Mm-hmm. Uh, from uh at Sai Uh I really enjoyed The Boy Who Knew Too Much. Uh, it's always funny, and when I was younger, it was also pretty relatable. In that I tried. I, too, tried to hide my truancy at all costs. <laughs> Didn't we all? Uh, from at Tyler TMC, Burns is air. Great dynamic with Burns and lets Cartwright go through a range of emotions. Good stuff. Uh, from at L Columbia 88, uh, Bart sells his soul as a masterpiece of a Simpsons episode from beginning to end. <laughs> from at Town Ninja, Bart versus Australia by far. The whole episode is full of quotable lines that Bart is perfectly barred. A nice middle ground between old school my shorts, Bart, and a newer smart and uh, witty Bart. Absolutely. Uh, from matt yes it's aaron new kid on the block is my favorite episode so i'll go with that though it has two a storylines it is also my favorite lionel hudson sea captain episodes <laughs> uh one of the first times we see bart as a real kid with 10 year old emotions instead of just an unrepentant prankster absolutely robbie what is yours
0: um I mean, again it's not like original it's a rip bart sells his soul uh it is a masterpiece as uh lauren says it is an episode i appreciate more as time goes by, and I think those are the ones I always consider probably my favorites as the ones that I can watch over and over and over again and get, even get new things out of them every single time, and Bart Sells a Soul is one of those.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, what's your answer, Matt? So, I really want to say Bart Sells Soul. Soul, um, but I have a backup since everyone seems to have picked that one. Uh, I'm going to go with Whacking Day um, because it's, like many of the episodes, shows that Bart is not a stupid person. He just doesn't fit in the you know, uh, public school organization. That's not how Bart learns and not how he wants to live his life kind of thing. But if put to the right effort, Bart can actually do something that impacts everyone very positively. Uh, it's kind of a Lisa, kind of a Bart episode, but I think Bart's contributions in that episode are very important and we get to see, you know, who Bart is deep down. And I really appreciate that.
0: Next week's question. What is your favorite Birds
2: episode? Mm, that's going to be a tough one.
0: No, I'll have to think about it. I don't have a immediate answer. So I have to think. I think I, I might have one. I might not. I'll post this question on our Twitter. It's at Pod. You can email us at simpsonshowpod at gmail.com. And you can find the question on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash Show. I'll post the question publicly. You do not have to support us to answer there. Um, we can move on, Matt, to our next segment. It's time for the No Google Chevy Challenge.
1: I am
2: too smart. I am too smart. It's the I mean, SMARRT.
0: The no Google trivia challenges for Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions: one easy, one medium, and one hard, and try and stump the other. I have a one point lead on Matt. <laughs> I'm enjoy it while I have it, until it goes away forever. Could be as soon as today. Matt, are you ready for an easy question? I suppose, Robbie. These questions are all from last exit to Springfield. Inappropriate. Uh, on top, choice. on top of my mind, your easy question is what? is Burns trying to take away in the new union contract?
2: I believe that would be Deno plan. Lisa needs braces. That's correct. That's the correct answer. All right. Uh, all of your episodes this, uh, all my episodes? this week, are, uh, your, all your questions this week are from an episode inspired by our new episode review. Uh, if you guys are uh, Patreon subscribers, go listen to it. We uh, turns out we're not big fans. Let's <laughs> just put it that way. <laughs> all of your questions are from The Last Temptation of Homer. Okay. Uh what is the name of the woman that Homer is attracted to in The Last Temptation of Homer? The Mindy. You have a last name? Do I need a last name? I mean
0: you don't need one. But... Um I don't really I don't I don't think I have a last name off the top of my head. Mindy... Okay. Mindy Mindy Simmons. We'll all Simmons, we'll all give Simmons to add, right? that's right. I was thinking Thompson, but I'm like Thompson is their fake name in Kate Fear, so it can't <laughs> be Thompson. Simmons is close to Simpsons. I don't know if they did that on purpose or not.
2: Yeah. Your medium question, Matt, what are the names of Burns hired goons? Like the actual people's names or the company's names? The company? Burns names the uh, goons. He's like he says
0: their he says their names to Homer.
2: Oh, okay. What are their What's names? The actual person's name? Okay. There's there's two um, of them. I believe it's Crusher and Loblo. You're right. Dang it. <sighs>
0: this too Took easy. me a second.
2: I was stalling. It's too easy. Goons hired goons. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. All right. What's my immediate anyway. question, Matt? Uh, what restaurant do Homer and Mindy go to in Capital City? Oh, it doesn't have some punny name about affairs or something. Um, it's very romantic. I don't know. I can't think of anything. Uh, as Madam chose the sexiest restaurant in Capital City. Okay. It's okay. I see what they did. I get it. Uh huh. Um, your hard question, Matt. What union does Homer belong to? Okay, uh, it is the union of nuclear power plant engineers, jazz dancers, and pastry chefs. I need the actual name of the union. Oh Lord! And and its number and the number. Oh, see, you're just you're just making crap up now because I'm I got not, it so quickly.
0: I'm not making. Uh, I'm it's not the making. International any, Brotherhood
2: of Go ahead. Pastry Chefs, Jazz Dancers, and Nuclear Power Plant Engineers, Local Four Twelve. Correct answer is international brotherhood
0: of jazz dancers, pastry chefs, and nuclear technicians. Local six forty
2: Okay. Fine. What's my hard All question, right. Matt? Your hard question. What are the three doctors Bart goes to see after he? Or, or, sorry, four doctors Bart goes to see after he can't see in school. I need names. No, no, no. Uh, types of doctors.
0: Okay. I was like, I don't. Know if, I can't name any of them if they have names. I don't know. <laughs> um. Well. He goes to an optometrist, uh, and then he goes to a a hair – it's for a scalp. I don't know if – I think that's a – I think he goes for a dermatologist for a scalp. And then it's something with his – he has. He needs the shoes. I think that's a problem with his feet, so that would be a uh, – I forget what a foot doctor is called, but a foot doctor. And then what's this? I think it's something with his ears or something. Was it his ears or is his mouth – don't they have to, like, sc- scrape his throat or something? And it gives him a weird, really weird voice. So it looks like, a, it look, it looks like he, he sounds sounds like... A, does that episode where they pull the freak gag where he talks like Jerry Lewis? I don't remember. But I, I'm going to say it's eyes, s- skin, scalp, feet,
2: and throat. Whatever
0: those doctors are.
2: Okay, I'm going to need the actual names of the specialties. <laughs> That's what I'm going with here. Otherwise, it's too easy.
0: I said optometrist uh the 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 you said dermatologist dermatologist uh a that's foot, two a foot doctor is a a, a pedologist a ped up and it's like pedal pedometry or something like that and a throat i think isn't a throat doctor just ear nose and throat they don't have a fancy name they do have a fancy
2: name. oh well i don't know the fancy name then okay it is optometrist dermatologist podiatrist and the otolaryngologist Oda lang what Ota hotel erring, Oto laryng, why are you making stuff up?
1: Uh-huh.
2: Mm-hmm. Sure, Robbie. Sure. Why are you
0: ma- No one... I've never heard that word before in my life. I think you just made that word up.
2: I mean, you can just type it into Google if you want.
0: Uh, you know what? I'm going to trust my gut on
2: this one. Well, thankfully, I don't have to trust your gut, but I will give you a point because you got two and a half of them.
0: <laughs> you know what I said.
2: I said it. Exactly. I got exactly. it. Now we're tied, um, man. I don't like this. Sorry, Robbie. Why are you doing this? You to knew me? more about medicine and throat doctors.
0: Well That's the yes. Thing. That was the one
2: where he talks like Jerry Lewis. Okay, thank you.
0: See, I remember that. I know. I know what it was like, and I got the answers right. That's this isn't a quiz of my Simpsons knowledge. This is a quiz of my medical knowledge, which is not fair. I'm going to start just asking you questions about pop music. Okay, and I'll win. <laughs> I mean, you might. I win 100 I mean, percent of the time. Name all
2: the members of BTS, can you?
0: Not current pop music. What am I? Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a Zen. I'm you not a,
2: keeps up? you're talking about pop music from like the late nineties.
0: Mm, I, that's still maybe like, well, t- let's go. 1997, six and the sixties. Like I can do that sixties. And like, I can do sixties pop music. <laughs> there you go. That's what I'm looking for, man. I need that groan. That's what I, right. we're tied. All right, I'll
2: go start studying then. Oh
0: no, that's, if that's
2: working it into the Simpsons. That's fine.
0: Matt, I'm gonna tell you something. You complained once when I asked you what the a name of like what a guest star was famous for once, and you went, you were so upset.
2: What a guest star was famous for? Yeah, I
0: asked you a trivia question one once upon a time. It was, I believe, it was like something. There was a singer guest star of The Simpsons, and I asked you about like their album, or asked when they appeared, and you got really upset at me because it wasn't actually in the episode. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: You got very upset. Um, to be
2: fair, all of these were in the episode.
0: They said "oda laga otolagalagalaba? Mm-hmm. That's why people just say ear, nose, and throat. So they don't have to say that word. Why do they group ear, nose, and throat together? It's weird, right? It's like, oh, these are all holes in your head. Why are they together? I don't get it. I mean, if they're going to say it's a holes doctor, okay. Head holes. Diseases of the head holes. What about the other ones? What other ones? The other holes in your body, Matt. You got more than just your head holes. That's true, but those are a different doctor. <laughs> okay, fair enough. We can move on to our final segment. So we had every single episode with it. It's time for best episode ever.
1: Best episode ever.
0: Best episode ever is the part of the show where Matt and I rank the episodes categorically, we watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode ever and how good they are. <sighs> okay. Let's see if this is, I, despite all our criticisms is Matt, this is not in the dregs. No,
2: it's not like offensively bad. Uh, so it's not down in like the, the 300 plus range. Yeah, but it's it,
0: pretty bad. It's pretty bad, though. It is. It's in. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. Yeah, I think it's a. It's above. Make room for Lisa. I think it's better than make room for Lisa, uh, which is offensive to Lisa in it, every. It's possible, character assassination. It's just like these the episodes that are complete nonsense that are just like th- this. Doesn't have character assassination in it largely, so it it gets a pass. Homer is not a monster to his own family. He doesn't steal kidneys. Um, but it's in. I it's. Definitely in the in the next
2: lump, in the next layer. Like we have like Marginal History Tour, which made no sense. Large Marge or Marge gets breast implants. Uh the way we weren't. Oh god. Uh that's actually good. The way we weren't, Robbie, is it better or worse than that? Oh god. Um because that one was almost character assassination level. uh, This one just doesn't make sense. I'm gonna say it's better, I think, than the way we weren't. Because at least it doesn't hurt the characters you already know.
0: Yeah, I think it's, I mean, I don't really like Ned or Rapu in this, but I I guess I can't argue with that too much. But there's uh she used to be my girl, which we just watched.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think the old man in the key might be better than this, just because that one has an overarching plot that kind of sort of makes sense and even uses a side character like grandpa to explore that.
0: I think this is very similar to She Used to Be My Girl, Franklin. I think you're right. Old Man of the Key is better. (sighs) Is it better than last... Is this episode better than last week's episode? I really don't know. Um, That one had a plot for the most part. It was just about stupid characters. Not last week's. Fat Man Little Boy was last week. She used to be my girl two weeks ago. Two Two weeks ago, yeah. I'm losing... I I have no idea what time it is anymore. Um, And they're so similar because the, the episodes with the volcano... And this episode ends with a plane, you know, like it's just these ridiculous where Marge runs across the volcano and you're like lava and you're like, what is going on? Um, I'm going to say this is better than she used to be my girl. Really? Okay. Marge doesn't get, Marge gets into a fist fight that episode, Matt. On the lawn, the front lawn. She she drinks.
2: She has has a glass of wine. Not even a glass, a
0: half glass.
2: Half glass, that's right. A
0: half glass of wine and she's getting into fist fights. And... I, I this is not no moment, in, and this made me laugh once or twice. You know, I think that without pop it right over. She used to be my girl. Um, I think Old Man in the Key or it makes more sense than this, more, a little bit. I I don't know. It's at a certain point you're splitting hairs, but I think this is better than she used to be my girl. Belo- so I, I, I how does that sound? Old Man in, below, Old Man in the Key, below above above. Pooh boy. Above, she used to be my girl. Matt? I'm cool with that. Okay. Okay, that's Midnight RX.
2: Are we supposed to say, like, Midnight Prescription? Like, is that what it's supposed to be? I don't know. I mean, it's supposed to be... um, What's the movie it's based on? Midnight? Midnight Express. Midnight Express? Is that what I'm... That's the one, yeah. Smuggling drugs out of Turkey. They've already had the joke once when Homer was at the airport in the Treehouse of Horror, and he's got the drugs, or the, the... Souvenir strapped to his body. Midnight Express,
0: Midnight RX. I get it. Okay. So that is a new number 279 on our list. Right below Old Man of the Key. Right above she used to be my girl. It is 88. New number 88 on our post. Golden Years ranking. We have one more question to ask before we leave the show for today, Matt, and that question is, do we shoot this episode out of the canon? The canon,
1: the canon, the canon, the canon, the canon.
2: Is this is this episode a part of the canon? I just I don't see why it would be. It doesn't add anything or do anything. Like the, the show is just fine without it ever being there.
0: Yeah, I agree. There's nothing integral to this. There's nothing to be easy to be remembered. You're, it's completely fine being it's like one of those books that get le- gets left out of the bible that no one remembers yep we don't need this anymore so you know what we say Matt?
2: fire the cannon
0: that's out of the cannon goodbye goodbye midnight rx see you never ever again uh we can move to the top of the list and work our way down we are currently at bart the fake She's number twenty-seven on the list. How do you feel about Bart the Fame?
2: Uh, it's amazing. It's one of the greatest Krusty episodes. Uh, it just goes to show like, what lengths Krusty will do to be involved in entertainment, and like how deep at his core, uh, being a celebrity is to him.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a good episode about fame, about Krusty, about Bart's relationship to Krusty. It's a good Bart Lisa episode too. I really like that about it. Um, Rory B Bellows, yeah, <laughs> isn't it? Gotta love that. Um, it's a great episode. It's funny. It's it's a good. It's uh, I think our highest rated crusty episode. Wow, um, which does I mean, that doesn't surprise me. It's one I would pick probably. Yeah. Um, but that's absolutely part of the canon, of course. How could you not include it? Speaking of plane crashes, Monorola Gay. <laughs> uh, that's uh. So yes, Barth Fink obviously a part of the canon oh night nice i said relief really. never have to talk about this terrible episode over again uh-huh. um they'll do it for us uh wait oh wait 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 matt forgot our next episode mommy beerist oh boy i don't i've never seen this
2: it's um as i recall quite awful oh good great it's a mo episode I believe so. Mommy Beers. Let's, let's
0: look at the quick... Marge uh, suggests that Moe's open the English pub.
2: Oh, yes. Uh, I believe this is the one where Moe tries to steal Marge by getting into business with uh, uh, Marge and Homer. And they go to Aruba. Yeah.
0: Okay. Great. Can't wait for that. That's next time. You can watch along with us if you'd like. If you'd like. Uh, we... Uh, so you can find all the stuff on our website. The so Simpsonshow.com includes links to our Twitter, to our RSS feed, a link to our Patreon if you want to help out the show, help us pay for hosting and keep the lights on. Really appreciate that. Uh, get a bunch of bonus material alongside it. You can find me online uh, on Twitter at Robbie Dorman. And my website is RobbieDorman.com. Includes links to my other podcasts and links to purchase my horror novels My newest novel, Splatterfest, is up for pre-order. You heard a big long spiel at the opening of this podcast, so I won't go into it again. But I'd love for you to pre-order it. Check it out. Uh, It's a fantastic slasher whodunit set in a horror film convention.
2: I'm very proud of it. Uh, Matt does not participate in social media. You will not find him. Uh, That is accurate. Uh, I'm done. You don't need to contact me. Just just contact Robbie. He's my secretary now. I don't no,
0: don't contact me i'm also
2: done so don't do no. that don't don't so, so don't contact any of us you know, throw, throw your 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 comments into the wind if uh, you know another hurricane comes along maybe we'll be able to Hon-
0: honestly matt here's my like log off like take chill like g- yes. take a break that's what i'm going to tell everyone take a break take it easy it's been very difficult for all of us and it's not going to stop anytime soon take a break take a breather rest uh, because we got a long, long road to hoe, long road to hoe, what? long ho to road, long road to hoe. I can talk. I'm good at it. That'll do it for us. I'm Robbie, and I'm Matt. Keep watching this as a. Uh...